scared of lions and tigers and bears, but I'm scared of loving you. I'm not scared to perform at a sold out affair, but I'm scared of loving you. Am I the only one who thinks it's an impossible task? Why it don't last? Is that too much to ask? Why do we love love when love seems to hate us? Scared of lions and tigers and bears, but I'm scared of love. What's poppin' gang? It's your boy Poppy JB here, and we are here with another episode of the What? Hashtag TTOT podcast. Use that everywhere. Today. Today, today, today. Should I say tonight? What we're going to be talking about tonight is love. Love. Why are you afraid of it, heaven? Today we want to talk about love. And more so... Why am I afraid of that shit? You know what I'm saying? Ghetto is fucked. It's just a little... Mm. I'm not afraid to say... Or should I say? I'm not going to be the first... To, mm, trying to stop cussing. I'm not going to be the first man to, to say that... Yes. I am afraid of love. Sometimes... What do y'all say? You gotta... What? Say that shit. Does that sound like something you want? Yes. Well, let me tell you, you'll never get it. Well, you gotta get to the good of but honest truth. And, you know, they say the first step to fixing your problem is admitting that you have a problem. Um, before we even continue on with this, think peace. I'm gonna call on my audience. Cause we be all night. No! Screaming. Why am I afraid of it? Why are we afraid of it? It's more so for me. Because like I always like to come in and always tell y'all. I know 98% of my problems. I just gotta work on fixing them. Um, uh, it really stems from. What the fuck? Before I continue on with this, I'm gonna call on all of my audience oh, and viewers. Oh, mm, come on, let's cry. Cry. Blow my weed and some wishes. Um, we're going to unlock. We're gonna unlock the lot. Cause we're trying to lock all the way up on me. I, my brain's going through like a fucking trauma. What should we call it? What is it? Trauma drill. We'll be back with more hashtag TTOT podcast after this quick commercial break. In the smallest simple form, I'm afraid of love. I had to ask myself the question, being afraid of love. What? What makes you afraid of love? How did you come to this conclusion? 
how do you figure you're afraid of love pretty much when the question that really begins everything is what is love it's a hard question that i still have troubles with answering to, to this day i feel like i feel like i know how to give love and i know how to give light love support um in my versions and and i know my ways of giving love quote unquote but what's still kind of mind-boggling to me is what is love kind of sort of like when when i sit to myself and act and think i feel like i know how to give love but i don't know how to receive love and that's because once again what is love it's a question i had to ask myself and that's a question i still ask myself I mean, we can go down paths and rabbit holes of seeing why or how do you feel this way. And of course, um, if you are a listener of the hashtag TTOT podcast and you are heard me say before, um, I didn't necessarily grow up with love being displayed accurately and or um, love expression was like not really a thing, you know, like I don't, didn't really know how to express love. I didn't really know how to identify love. So I didn't know what love was. Shit. Hey. Um, <laughs> just, it wasn't really too much of a topic that made growing up. It wasn't like love wasn't a topic. It, it really wasn't discussed outside of everybody giving the old phrase, oh, I love you. You know, and that's really when family, quote unquote, family was around. But like in the house every day, basic, oh, I love you, this, this, and that. That wasn't a thing. It wasn't really a, the family of hugs and all that other shit. And before you start crying and all of that other shit, hold your sympathy, I don't need it. Uh, I am not one of them that, I'm sorry, I'm not one of the people to come out crying about everything. And I'm like, oh my God, who is me? I'm a victim. What's Sarah Paul to say? Yeah, you don't, don't, you don't gotta feel bad for me. I'm just going through and doing vocal shadow work, I guess you should say, and more so um, analyzing. Because I've always, I always analyze in this dome piece that I got on my on my neck. <laughs> But, yeah, so I didn't really know what love, well, I, I kind of sort of don't know what love is, though. I like, it, it's weird. I feel like I know how it feels-ish in moments. You know, you have those momentary things, and we know unconditional love, when, you know, you do something for a person, or you do damn near, you know, almost anything, and I love so Like, I know what love is when it comes to me protecting people that I love and hold close and how I feel about them. But like, my thing is, my stuff is, I know that everybody in the world is different. And um, I'm one of the things like mine. Nah, but um, not everybody's like me. And I understand that everybody's love language and form of expression is different. And I've always kind of knew that because I've always known that everybody in the world is different. So my dilemma becomes that me knowing how to express love in my way and you know show it to you and, uh, show it to you and my 
craft and you know putting the energy into what i put it into i'm talking about love but i don't know how to receive that shit. sometimes i feel like oh, that's a little hard for me to receive it and i know that comes from like trust issues and stuff like that but it's like i didn't really say i love you quote unquote to people like that a frequently number one and then b i really didn't say it and mean it quote unquote um until really was probably about like 20 something and that's a problem there's no all of those times in life or should i say the few times in life do you encounter motherfuckers and they hit you with the oh i love you blah 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 even back in the day and maybe that could have you know being emotionally closed off could have contributed as well when people used to say that shit, it used to like i don't know i wouldn't necessarily say trigger me but i used to just it used to be like a little stuck awkward like me too but I used to didn't really mean it. Just like mm, I only said it because you said it to me. You know what I mean? I really, you know, really get to feel all of that often. The many emotions that we have discovered and experienced in life back then, and I'm not necessarily about living in the past. I'm all about because you, you, you ain't going back unless you got a time machine. If you got a time machine, let me know because I'm trying to go beat my ass for not saving money from back in the day but either way another conversation for another day um i you know i don't like to harp on the past but it's always good for any and everybody to live with reflection of course and live with personal analyzation i feel like we all need to be able to remember what the fuck happened remember what the fuck we did um remember how shit really went um to and to accurately process your emotions and process okay how did i do things or how did i get through this or how and why did i feel how i felt in those situations that's my only interest of revisiting the past unless it's a great memory too no um but not really too much into like going backwards and all other shit because you want to stay back there you want to go up there if you know what i mean I think also to what has contributed to my difficulty of acceptance of love is basically, you know, it's really from my upbringing. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people around that either say, or I ain't gonna say it either, that say they're gonna do some shit. Sugar honey, I Voluntarily, you ain't never asked, yeah. you ain't never wondered, you ain't never even imagined. <laughs> but my, I'm talking about whether it was adults, my mom's friends, my mom, um, shit. Back then, my dad, uh, any adult, honestly, if they really kept around and giving you a whole bunch of empty ass boxes, empty boxes, meaning, oh, I'm gonna give you a box and tell you it's a gift, but when I open that box, it ain't shit in there. You're giving people empty promises and empty box. I'm just giving a whole bunch of those. And once again, I that I really like. I'm the type of person even to this day. Twitch. Don't ever, ever. <laughs> Tell me you're gonna do something, or tell me you're gonna give me something and, and some shit like that, and then don't do it, especially when they ain't asked for the Swiss. And I don't even like asking motherfuckers for shit. Swiss. Anyhow, but it's really like, mm, don't, you, know, you ain't gotta lie to me, Craig. Like, Craig, why you gotta lie to me? You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have to do that. Furthermore, with no explanation, um, and my thing is, I understand that life is life, and shit does happen, and sometimes stuff out of our control does prevent us from really keeping our words at the present moment for whatever we say. I understand that, but you know, you ain't get no answers because niggas just say something and then they act like they ain't never, never 
Drake said it 18 bro. months after they didn't said that shit. All the other shit. That was my trends. Either way. That or people giving you stuff. And this is whether it was more so family because I'm very critical of the friend circles that I curate or I allow myself to be in. Because if I want to choose, I can't choose my family. Bitch. I can choose my motherfucker. So it wasn't too much with the friends, but more so, you know, family too. Hit you with the. And this is also kitty shit. Everybody's immature. They give you something and then try to take it back and or hold the shit over your head. Well, I did. If I didn't do such and such, or if it wasn't for me, this wouldn't happen. And if I didn't do such, 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 and such, this wouldn't have did that, that, that now. If I didn't give you this, you wouldn't have my eye. You can suck dick twice from the back, the front, and the side. East and West. They didn't ask for this shit. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, and those were laced with the words of, oh, mm, it's because I love you. And in the moment of getting those or getting something from somebody or somebody doing something for you, and they want to always lace that shit with the, oh, well, you already know it's because we're family, or, oh, and you know I love you, blah, 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 blah. But then soon some dumb shit happened or soon as something don't go their way, it's always throwing that shit up in your face. Motherfuckers really ain't going to do that shit. Like, if you wanted to hold on to leverage, or if you wanted leverage to do some shit, you go fucking play. I some monkey bars and go play with your mama. I don't know what I mean. Mm-mm, get some ideas to do it. But either way, and I know those are like frivolous or something like Those could be used as monetary examples, but those are just small examples of what I mean. Because y'all know I really don't like going into... 29 years long worth of stories and y'all know I can talk I, if you really know me you know I, I fucking talk uh, and I ain't gonna do that too and furthermore I'm not trying to edit a solo conversation <laughs> but yeah so at some point it became somebody doing something for you or somebody giving you the quote unquote or showing you a monetary quote unquote because that was a thing too I think a lot of people in our community don't really know how to express and this is just from my experience and from shit that I've seen and I've observed. I think because sometimes when parents miss their mark, quote unquote, if they're not necessarily doing right by their kids or actually properly raising them, whatever that means to you, parents often try to later in life compensate for their lack of being there for you. Or should I say their trial and error mishaps. And, you know, within raising you or whether they spending more time or, you know, treating you how you shouldn't be treated or misplacing their anger and all the other good shit. A lot of parents try to monetarily make up for that shit, meaning they try to pay for something or they try to give you money or they try to buy sugar to A, distract you from what their fucking was and B, try to make up for that shit. As opposed to really explaining what happened and why it happened, how it happened, apologize for the Swiss cheese. Move on. As opposed to getting counseling, maybe having somebody to talk to, as opposed to actively putting their effort and energy into making it up with their self and their own energy and presence, whether they need to work on themselves or sharpen their fucking skills of being a parent. 
etc etc it's a whole bunch of different scenarios and different analogies and different ways that a parent can go about being a little bit more present or making up for what they have missed i feel in their child's life but a lot of times they just throw gifts throw money throw oh let me get you some mcdonald's <laughs> that's some fat nigga shit <laughs> some bullshit you know what i mean as opposed to really taking accountability for their bullshit and then actually showing you a better way and I can understand, like I always say, I get, especially going through life and being a human in general, I get, we all have our own lives before, you know, parents have kids before anybody, you know, whatever, whatever. We have our own life. We are our own people. Whether you're codependent, dependent, independent, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-T-E-N-T, -E 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 do you know what that means? <laughs> no, but um, we're all individually human. And we all individually have a story. And we all individually have a life. However, that goes good, bad, or indifferent. Before and or after parents and kids. So I can understand that if you don't have the tools to build a house. If you don't have the tools to build a fortress. Also, too, if you have not done something before, how can you teach somebody else to do something? Especially if you're not self-aware or actively working on yourself. So I can understand and get how generations before never were shown a different way as far as love. Other than slave mentality. You know, do as I say, not as I do. Stay in line. Nigeria. Swift. Crash. No, you can't go out on the Um, nah, but um, you know, that slave mentality, I'm gonna whoop your ass. That's not funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, slave mentality, okay? I'm gonna I'm beat your ass until you quote unquote get right. I'm gonna fuck you up until you do what the fuck I told you to do. Or I'm gonna scream, holler, and yell, and mentally and emotionally invalidate and annihilate how you are in order to get their way of whatever they told you to do and to make them feel better about whatever the fuck they need to do. Ring a bell, bitch. And I'm not saying, discipline is, I feel, you know, sometimes needed, abuse is not. Reprimanding effectively, especially when you're displaying a positive conflict resolution example for your child, and you actively show them that violence necessarily isn't always the way to go or it shouldn't always be a response when you don't get your way as an adult does it ring a bell bitch you know like that you know what i'm saying so i understand that the slave mentality was just passed the fuck on from generation to generation to generation but i feel like we have the responsibility as adults especially if we gonna be popping pussycat dolls and slinging all over the webs um <laughs> all over the globe and you know procreating these low termites the fuck uh, we have a responsibility to not only get our shit together, cause I got some place to go, and I'm laying me running though. I wanna go. Are you done? Thank you. Nah, but um, 
We have, I feel like you, gotta, you should really have personal conditions together. If not for you, for your child, Margaret. What are you doing? Get your old ass up. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just gotta get it together. Um, and don't. Get your shit together. I'm just gonna say Margaret, Margaret, and Stanley. You can draw shit together, you know what I mean? Um, and not only so you can present your best self and be your best self for your child, but so you don't subconsciously, spiritually, and, um, unknowingly, Pass on your trauma and generational pathology, whether it be positive or negative, to your child. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think a lot of people will really stop and think about that shit. Like, especially, and hear me out before y'all get the fuck upset. And I'm saying this because women are creators. You know, we are, you know, creation. But um, women's is the ones that be incubating them babies in the uterus and in the womb. So um, you have the most connection in general to humanity, honestly, because you grow with chits. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to really get your shit together. And men as well, just because you ain't holding the baby. Uh, that is, that can be venom. Well, that can be gold. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make sure your shit is right because you're still gonna have that connection to that child as well as have for you. All of the trauma, all of the toxic pathologies and shit like that, all of the unstable emotions, possibilities of negative, dark thoughts that you necessarily don't want to handle up on and all that other shit. And then you have a fucking child with whomever you have a fucking child with and then you wonder why your child's 15 and going through the exact same thing that you have went through and or feeling the exact same feelings that you have felt when you were going through that stage at their age you wonder why that shit passed on because that has to do with pathology energy the karmatic sphere infinity loop for the tuck, you know how the world works, kind of sort. You know what I mean? It, it, it just that's, that shit loops, cycles. Your bloodline is how it runs down. That's why you have to be vigilant when you are breaking generational curses to do that shit, so you don't see that and pass that on to your kids. But of course, there's too many motherfuckers out here that's popping and slinging dick frivolously that don't even know they got kids. So. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. Love comes with a lot of uncertainty. Uncertainty for me is a, a huge trigger point. That's like one of my biggest trigger points, shall I say. And through, I've been working on that, so it's not as big as it used to be. God is good on it. Um, but... Love is uncertain. Uncertainty leads to not knowing shit, of course, because it's pretty, you're not certain about something, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, uncertainty for me, I'm not a fan of, because I never was a fan of spontaneity like that, and working on that too. Spontaneity, and you can't, I can't even really say spontaneity if I knew it was gonna be positive, because if it's spontaneous, once again, you really don't fucking know what it's gonna be. 
and the trauma from uncertainty really just came from not necessarily not necessarily being taken care of properly let's just go there with it i just never was necessarily taken care of properly or taken into consideration properly a kid teenager adult whatever to this fucking day it'd be what it'd be don't cry for me i'm just saying like it's that's how i feel properly so as a child growing up if you know you don't you only have a limited control or no control over a situation or how shit's about to really map out for you and then you're met with a whole bunch of either vitriol bullshit um lack of discipline parenting and whatever else in between and of course now as an adult i'm definitely aware of the notion of the other side of uncertainty being infinite possibilities so you really shouldn't be worried too much about all of the negative shit that could happen because it didn't happen number one yet and i say yet but it didn't happen number one and then two you truly really well i can't say me because i'm a psychic but for commoners you truly don't really know what's really going to happen until it really happens i get that as an adult but as a as a kid was like if you used to either some dumb shit happening or something being delayed or your hopes being given up on or your hopes being snapped out your face (laughs) not like that that's not crazy you know what i'm saying when you have been lied to that trust is fucked up so much it's like you didn't really know what to believe so being uncertain about some shit it wasn't my friend because it's like you used you ain't gonna say used to some shit but it's like when being lied to is a possibility and a factor and it happened often um it's like nah I'm cool <laughs> you know what I'm saying a whole bunch of shit after a while you're just like nah I'm, I'm alright I don't I don't even want you to tell me shit like I don't need you to tell me anything about anything not even that cause nothing really I ain't gonna say nothing really went as planned but it's just like, no, I'm cool, I'm straight, I'm great. Um, I don't need your bullshit. I don't need you to sit here and tell me when to do something or not. Um, and yeah. So when you're used to these filthy, filthy lies, lies told by my wife. wife, shout out to Chris. <laughs> when you used to that being a possibility of uncertainty, or should I say a possibility of anything, that was like, oh, okay, this is, this is a common thing that's going on and i know i didn't like to be lied to and i always did still have high standards as a kid in general so kind of was annoyingly fucking myself up with like oh you know what let me let me just go ahead and expect those right things to be done as an adult or let me expect for somebody to be responsible enough around me an adult or somebody to be responsible enough to not subject us to all this bullshit that's going on now, I necessarily not and probably like, oh, you're you're vaguely speaking a little bit, and that's only because that's my love for even the people that didn't do right about me. I can still speak my truth, and I fully blessed you. So you're welcome. That's the only thing I got to say. Um, so with that, love was uncertain. Love was a bitch. <laughs> I knew that I always was like one of those kids that always I guess made people feel better because once again I'm a light walker a light worker I walk in light my path is 
always be bright, regardless of what darkness we got to go through. You know what I'm saying? So I always was good at making people feel better, laugh, and all that other good shit. Um, that's when I, I knew I could dish out the love and all the other parts. I guess when those you know, moments calls for that to happen. But then after that, it was just like, mm, I ain't really know how to take compliments or somebody really doing it. And I guess you should really say, I, that can come from talking shit. There's a lot of people back then talk shit. Oh, leave me alone. I'm not American. I'm not used to all this garnish. But I mean, I was a shit talker. So I'm not, I'm not, once again, not a victim of it. Be like, oh, what well, was me? Nah, I was talking shit. They was talking shit. We was talking shit. So <laughs> that was that. So going back to these filthy lies, put it on my wife. wife here on the stage. That's a huge part of my trust issues. It's a huge, is it the, like one of the biggest friends? You have just damn near everybody around you just dumb shit. And I'm the type of person that I pay attention to everything. I I catch everything. I observe everything. It's not shit. That, it's not a lot of shit that I don't peep. It's not a lot of shit that I didn't peep. Um, whether I said it or not, I, I peeped it. So either way, people lie. You lying ass bitch. You're just lying about dumb shit, whether it's a sibling's lying. Fucking mother lying. It's about dumb shit. Oh, I do this. Oh, I do you that. You are a lying bitch. Oh, I'll, I'll make sure we go here. We'll do that. We'll do this. Friends, or her friends, lying. It's a bunch of, you know, they say birds of a feather. Cacaw, cacaw. Um... <laughs> When you incorporate, oh, just normal, quote-unquote, white lies, um, spewing from left, right, east, west, south, north, and you peeping game on, oh, this motherfucker, they really, this motherfucker lie, or this motherfucker don't keep their word. It's like, mm, my surroundings, y'all really ain't about shit. Now, I thank God every day that he placed in me and instilled in me in general, at a very young age, that you can't be like everybody around you. And granted, we all lie a little bit. But Beyonce say, you lied. You lied. Uh, everybody told a little lie here and now and again, here and there. But thank God that you just instilled in me to not be like everybody in my surroundings. And yes, Sometimes it's hard to not become a product of your environment, but thank God I am the living testament that you do not have to become a product of your environment fully. You can do other things. You can you can think outside the box that you've been placed in since birth. And I'm not just talking about that incubator. Yeah. So, little white lie here, little white lie there. Stories made up here. Fables, tales. It starts to become, and it starts to feel like, well, damn, what is the truth? Well, everybody's lying. But once again, too, thank God, and also, too, Virgo gang, gang, built-in lie detector. Mari, what? I'm saying, I, I'm catching the shit anyway. Good at detecting the shit. So, you can take me a word, or you can, uh, I got to a point in life to where I was like, listen, I'd like to be a man of my word, so words have value, but... At some point, I had to come to the conclusion with people to where it's like, I can't really give a fuck about your words and um, put my expectations into those actions speak louder. But either way, so with that, it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to hold you to your word just because that's what the fuck you said. And ain't nobody asked you to say that. But since you said it, say what the fuck you said.
I forgot what Nemo was. So you should have said what the fuck you said. So I'm gonna hold you to your word because that's what the fuck you said. Not that I believed your word, but I'm gonna hold you to it. So I got to the point in life, I was like, okay, I hear you, but I'm gonna see you first. And that was just that on that no podcast. So add on trust issues, add on to the not liking uncertainty because having uncertainty, or should I say being uncertain, you have to have a level of trust in whatever you're uncertain about to figure out that A, it's either gonna work itself out, or B, some shit gonna happen. <laughs> some fuck shit gonna happen. You know what I mean? And then you just move on from there. I also get, became accustomed to expecting the worst, but I'm um, hoping for the best, quote unquote. And that's a defense mechanism that everybody goes, honestly, everybody goes through because it's like your brain's trying to protect you from hurt and trauma and all of the other good shit so when it identifies something that is a threat to either the mental the body the person it's going to send off those signals to try to prevent and block whatever's coming or you know whatever you deem to be a threat physically emotionally mentally so on and so forth so that uncertain shit was ghetto as fuck also have had control issues <laughs> accompanied with fucking uncertainty because with those control issues it's like okay i'm gonna try to control what the fuck is going on so i don't have to be uncertain like i said before if you're an active listener to hashtag ttot podcast you're understanding in life that shit is not going to work <laughs> you cannot control everything because life is going to do what the fuck is going to do regardless so all of that just jumbled up to a whole bunch of trauma and trauma responses, defense mechanisms, questioning, skepticism, curiosity, but also not really knowing how to, well, I'm not going to say not knowing how to handle situations with people. It just puts you on guard with damn near everything when it comes to handling people. You know what I mean? Um, so that is most of the reasons of pushing, pushing that love factor. You got to have trust. I ain't gonna say you gotta have trust to have love because you can love somebody and not trust them. I love a lot of people and don't trust them. I'm working on that, but it is what it is. But honestly, now I'm at the point in life to where it's like, okay, we working on ourselves because I'm doing the work. I don't just say shit and then not do it. I'm damn sure not gonna give some advice and not apply it to my life. Done that before because you know they used to say the coach, <laughs> the coach never plays, but they can give out the plays. But no, I, I'm, you know, put my money where my mouth is, applying my own work and words to my own life. And, you know, moving forward and moving on. So this isn't a episode to really be like, oh my God, fuck love and sad boy shit. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. This is more so of a think piece of questions, unpack issues, and really just trying to figure out what the fuck love is. Because not really having the expression and not having positive examples of love and knowing how to receive it, knowing how to take it in, knowing if it's genuine, knowing how to decipher between how you should react to it when it's presented to you. Also, too, because I often don't really believe in people, it's like when love presents itself or somebody's trying to you know, show that form. It's like, oh, okay, I've been trying to, you know, soak it in and just be in the moment, but it's always in the back of my mind, like, yeah, okay, nigga. All right, mm-hmm. Oh, this is cool, this is cute. What's coming after that? 
Also, too, when you've been used and abused <laughs> in life and, you know, you feel like motherfuckers really only really want something from you or they really just want to use it to their benefit. But then when it comes time to you needing them or needing something in general or shit, even if it's just a ear, mum's the word, you know what I mean? Um, it comes from not being loved properly, pretty much. But then again, it's like, how do I know if I was loved properly if I don't know what love is? Question mark. And it's not that I don't know what love is. It's that I'm trying to get to the biggest picture of why I don't. Why it's at points extremely difficult for me to receive it. I mean, like I said, I know 98% of my problems. I'm just working on fixing them. Um, so basically, it just really boils down to not really get the love that I needed pretty much. I, being a conscious and aware adult, could only wish that I had a me in my life when I was younger. And I just work on being that for my little brother and the people that I can be that to, the people that, you know, that I get to experience in life, the people that I get to experience me and all of my greatness in life. Um, so we're just moving on. Once again, I ain't doing about to be sitting here crying. And <laughs> oh my God. Mm -hmm. I just want you all to know I had so many wonderful performances waiting for you. There were so many things I was going to give to you as my fans. Hold your tears. <laughs> we ain't about to be doing all of that. We just talking. We just talking, man. You know, just talking. I know hashtag TTOT podcast, but I am your boy Poppy JB. This is another episode of the what hashtag TTOT podcast. Use that everywhere. I'm dead ass serious. Like, cut the cameras. Dead ass. I will fuck you up if you don't. Nah, I'm just like, um, nah, but uh, yeah, this might be a continuation. What is love? Drop down in the comment section below and let me know what is your definition of love? How do you, if you do, how do you display it? Do you feel like it's effective? Do you feel like it's always accepted? Another question. What's your love language? How do you receive love? How do you give love? How do you go about that? And for the burning question. Marlo, support me, bitch. No, I'm just laying. Um, how do you feel? Or what do you feel like could be the most effective way to show love. It can be universally, it can be personally, because everybody loves different. Um, or, you know, I just wanna know, just let me know. Drop down in the comment section below, DM me, email, whatever we can have a discussion. I might do a part two. Um, and shit, I might just bring back a relationship series because it seems like y'all like that shit from season one. So also to drop down in the comments for the relationship series coming up, possibly what topics would you like for me to cover? I have a few in mind, but 
Y'all let me know what y'all want here. What y'all want to talk about? Hashtag TTOT Podcast. JB Gang Gang. We are out. But before we leave, I feel like. Gotcha, bitch. Still can't get that shit out my head. Nah, but hashtag TTOT Podcast. We out. Skip!